Hello, Galaxy. Chris Perillo here with buzzing devices left and right. I have too many of them. I'm saying I have too many gadgets around me right now. I got into the car today as I was heading out to take some pictures. I was doing, uh, you know, just, I guess, my own little photo walk since the autumn trees are in full bloom, if I can say it that way. I just did. Whether or not you like it, it's, you know, irrelevant. But uh, I got in the car, and I had my iPhone in my hand. This is a phone that I've not really had in my hand all that often over the past, let's say, a few days since I got the, the Pixel 2s, and, and specifically the Pixel 2 XL, despite the screen problems everyone's talking about. Even I talked about it today in the video I did on YouTube.com slash Chris Perillo. I assume you watched it. So I don't want to, you know, talk about that extensively. But when I got into the car, I needed to unlock the phone to check something. So what did I do? I held it in my hand and slid my finger around to the back of the device, in, as, in, as if intuitively unlocking the device. That's what you do, because the fingerprint se sensor is on the back of the, uh, well, the, ne the I keep calling the Pixel and Nexus. On all these Android devices, the fingerprint sensor's on the back. And it was interesting to me because this is muscle memory to me now. I, I just uh, uh, slid my finger around, unlocked the device, you know, and, and I'm good to go. Unless, of course, it's an iPhone, at which point you have to remember, oh, the sensor is on the front of the device. Uh, so I just thought that was very interesting. Only after a few days of using it, my muscle memory is already starting to, to remap itself. My concern, though, is the uh, really the... Uh, uh, having to go between this device and that device and this device using so many types of devices within a short span of time really muddies the waters it's very difficult for me to effectively tell one apart from the other and can even speak intelligently to the differences between one device and another that's sometimes a bit of a challenge i mean it's obvious when you talk about ios versus android or let's say ios versus man <coughs> voice problems that i'm having pardon I, I need some green tea. Give me a moment. I could have edited that out, but, you know, I'm here for all you a ASMR fans. That's a thing. ASMR. Like, if you want to get, you know, lost in a series of YouTube videos, check it out. ASMR. So now this is the time that I come closer to the microphone and I whisper. Oh, man, I, I just freaked everybody out, I'm sure. Especially those who are watching me live. I'm simulcasting the podcast recording at twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. You may be joining me there right now, or you may join me there at some point in the future when I record one of these podcasts. And then you can see how all the magic happens and how I swear up and down before the podcast recording and after the recording. You, you get to hear all the fun production-y things that doesn't often or that don't often uh, make it into uh, the final productions, as it were. I've been lamenting not having uh, what I believe to be a good audio editor or audio recorder, specifically on Android, and I've been looking uh, for, for a good one, one that would not just have the ability to record and get the waveform in real time and you know upload it and all that, but uh, specifically looking for one that would be suitable to use for podcast recording. So something that you know may enable me to adjust the gain automatically, and I know there are plenty that do. But then looking at, you know, basically running a compressor on it. And I'm not talking about, like, compressing the audio file. That talks about file size, diminishing file size. I'm talking about, like, the audio, uh, the compression. Like, you do normalization, compression, you know, gain. You do all these post-processing tricks. 
And I'm looking for an Android app that would basically do all of that. And unfortunately, I, I have not found it. I have not seen a single recommendation that would specifically fit uh, what it was that uh, I happen to be needing uh, from that. But uh, you know, if you, you uh, uh, if you have a recommendation, please do not keep it to yourself. Let me know. I'm absolutely interested. I am, as I mentioned, simulcasting on twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. That's where you can go if you want to sub to me. And you can sub to me and then get access to our Discord chat, which is open 24-7. Another way to join Discord chat, our little community there, is by heading over to patreon.com slash Chris Perillo and becoming a patron. You can do one of those two things or both. The biggest bonus I can give you, quite honestly, though, is, uh, is specifically g getting you access to the Discord chat because it's open all the time, even when I'm not doing a video. It's great. Like, I'm doing things for a couple hours away from the camera, and then I come back, and the chat room is just going on about one topic or another, and it's all been good. It's a solid foundation for a community, so I, I really do uh, absolutely uh, appreciate it. Cecil Mall 96 is carrying the torch for the iPhone 10. There are a few people out there who still want an iPhone 10. I do not. Uh, still don't. I'm sure it may eventually come to pass that I get one through some kind of fund or another or some kind of sponsorship or another. But even at a distance, I, I'm not interested. In going back and forth between the uh, uh, iPhone and the, uh, not the Nexus, the Pixel 2 XL, uh, iOS, even on the latest beta of uh, iOS 11.1, and we're getting close, I think, to the final version of 11.1. I'd imagine it's going to be released in the next uh, few days. Uh, iOS is still janky in spots. iOS still isn't as smooth as it could or should be, specifically when you compare similar types of experiences on, on the Pixel. The thing that drives me to the Pixel, even with all these screen issues, and there are massive shortcomings. Hell, even The Verge just pulled their recommendation. And APB in Discord chat also just linked off to that uh, a tweet or just mentioning that they've done that. I've been keeping up on all this news independent of, of what I might talk about here or in the, the, the YouTube videos, even in TLDR, which we did tonight live on youtube.com slash locker gnome where you can tune in just about every day. I almost said every day. There are some days that I may not be able to do it because I get busy with other things. But for the most part, you know, you can sign up, turn on notifications. You'll be notified when I post something new. Uh, you know, I, I just feel that iOS needs to be redone in terms of performance. And Android, at least now to me, even having you know very limited experience with it, most of the good experiences I've, I've, that I've had have been either in the Nexus line or the Pixel line, the straight-up experiences. And that's really what I, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I drive to, like something that is compelling, useful, responsive, and, I mean, no software is perfect. It's the question of how many times I run into these uh, hurdles versus you know, the other times that I've, I've run into hurdles. Not just with third-party software, but specifically with the way the platform just works. And I said something controversial that it will be turned into a video as I talk about it extensively. I do believe in so many ways that Android Oreo on a Pixel 2 XL is insanely more smooth of an experience compared to iOS on the iPhone 8 or the 8 Plus. So when I see the iPhone 10, not only do you have to deal with this this thing at the top and, and also this floating thing at the bottom, so you're talking about a lot of wasted pixels, 
but you're also just dealing with iOS. And I, I just don't think bezels are that evil to begin with. I think that iOS needs the biggest amount of help. If I didn't have a problem with iOS, I, I probably would not be even close to being interested in anything else. But I have a huge problem with iOS. It's what Apple's doing. Ryan Pearson in the chat room earlier asked, well, you know, you've, you've been dancing around this for a while, but what was the straw that broke the camel's back? I said it was the iPhone ten. I can see it at a distance. It just doesn't look good to me. It doesn't look nice to me. I know what iOS is. Mad Techno in the Twitch chat also happens to be a sub of mine. You can tell because he gets a little Darth Vader avatar on Twitch. And of course, remember, subs can join Discord, and I know he's over there. Disappointed with the Pixel 2 XL news as of late. You're not the only one. I, I keep hearing, uh, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and it's like insult to injury. And I, I think that's uh, a big problem for Google. I talked about this and in, in what I think could happen. You know, in the coming days or weeks, uh, Google needs to not just tamp this down, but get ahead of the problem. Because you can't necessarily address this issue if it's a hardware issue outright. They may be able to choose a different screen next time, but it's a little too late for this time. We have it this time. This time is happening. And I think that's what has a lot of people concerned. My question is, is you know, are people going to stick with the original Pixel or are they going to jump ship and go away from the Pixels permanently? I don't know. I don't know how much of a black eye uh, you know, Google's going to take. I just know it's happening at the wrong time. It's sending the wrong message if they don't handle this properly. I don't know what properly is. In a perfect world, they'd say, all right, we're going to, you know, redo it. We're going to get this screen. We're going to do it in another few months. Keep using your Pixel 2s for now. Uh, you know, and then we'll get you the new ones when you'll, you'll be the first in line, uh, you know, when we get the new ones. If you, if you want to replace your Pixel 2 XL, we, you know, basically offer an exchange. I don't think that's going to happen for a lot of different reasons. This is just, uh, speaking to, you know, the, the idea of being able to control more of your own device experience being a value. Like Apple's done. Apple controls everything stem to stern. Which, again, causes me a great concern because they can't seemingly handle the software anymore. It's like they don't know what to do. They've literally phoned it in. I you know, know that it would be difficult for me to go from a Pixel 2 XL down to a Pixel 2 because of screen real estate. This is what I talked to, part of what I talked to in today's uh, videos. I, I like the screen real estate. I do. And, and that would be, a, you know, a tremendous um, drawback for me if I had to move to a smaller resolution. It, it just would. I mean, if I, was, if I was going from an iPhone 8 to, uh, you know, a Pixel 2 XL, I think I'd be finding going from an iPhone 8 to a Pixel 2. You know, I, there wouldn't be that much trade-off in terms of screen real estate. I wouldn't feel like I was necessarily losing something. But now, I, 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 can't, I can't go backwards. It would be very, very difficult to do. Odd Howard says, if Samsung went to base Android, would it be the best option? I don't know. I, 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 maybe I wish Samsung had a different logo. <laughs> I know, that's a little, a little weird for me to say, but 
it's just not really interesting to see their brand. I mean, at least Google just gives you a G. That's cool. I'll go with a G. Make an S. Do an S thing. I'd, I'd be happier with that. That would, you know, help. Granted, they're not slapping it on the front of phones anymore that I know of. If there's one value of not having bezels, that's one huge value. I'm not into, you know, those front-facing logos in design. But if they did went with a stock Android outright, would it be the best option? Uh, It's possible. I I wouldn't say no. I'd, I'd take them a lot more seriously. That's for sure. And who knows, you know, if, if I have a chance, and I think it's going to happen, uh, to be able to uh, uh, use the Note 8, I, I've already got my, you know, uh, excitement attenuated because I know TouchWiz is just, it's an overlay. That's one problem. Another problem is it's not running Oreo. I don't have answers to these questions. But, you know, let's say you know, down the line, these uh, flagship phones start shipping with more RAM. That could help mitigate some problems. Faster processors could, of course, mitigate some problems. But inherently, if the software itself is not optimized and clean in a solid experience, everything else is just watered down. And I'm not sure I can make that trade-off. Now, having had a very smooth experience on a Pixel 2 XL and a Pixel 2, going backwards would just be difficult for me. Software-wise, it would be difficult for me insanely difficult. Everyone's different, though. Everyone's looking for something uh, differently. They, they look at things differently. CC Moore 74 in Discord chat says, does anyone know if Google's going to come out with Play Edition phones again with stock Android on them? Well, Android 1 may be an option. In fact, I, I believe Google needs to release an Android 1 device. Now, I would not expect it to be as, quote-unquote, Specked out as their Pixel devices, because Android One is you know geared more towards a you know another end of the marketplace. But yeah, I mean, if if they had a, a device that worked well, uh, you know, with with clean Android, a clean Android experience, at least it's it's a viable alternative or a potential viable alternative. I think what a lot of people are up in arms about is specifically the cost. Like this is a flagship type of phone. And there are too many trade-offs. And I understand that. Too many trade-offs. That's why, you know, I, you know, have made the decisions I've made. Because I, I see certain things as trade-offs differently. It's my perspective. It's my device, so to speak. It's the one I'm using. To me, the iPhone 10 is a huge trade-off. <laughs> Gigantic trade-off. And, and not one that I'm I'm willing to face. Certainly not at that uh that price. You know, I, I know these things are not incredibly cheap. And there's still a question of whether or not I'll be sending back one or the other here. So hopefully within the next few days on the Chris Perillo channel, I'd like to get Diana to sit down live and, and answer questions and we could kick up the uh, uh, Diandroid fund to see if we can keep the two and have her use the two. Because I, I'd rather hold on to both of them, or at least keep them in the family, than, than sell, send one back, personally. I'd like, I'd like her to try uh, uh, Android. I really would. I mean, I don't think she's, she's going to like everything about it, but I think she's, she 
just needs to see that there's more to the world than just Apple, which I think is a lot of what holds a lot of people back. They just see the world as Apple. Not to say Apple's made all the right decisions. Not to say Google's made all the right decisions. Not to say, not to say that uh, Android is the end-all, be-all. Not to say iOS is either. That's certainly not something you'd ever really hear me regurgitate. Skycop70 says, like I said earlier, this is Skycop saying, too early to jump ship after putting up with Apple's BS this past several years. Give Google a chance to correct. It's only been two days. That's my feeling. You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm in it for the long haul. I didn't come to this decision lightly. And, and I guess I feel that, you know, this is the best option for me. I'm taking a casual approach or measured approach because the last thing you want to do is is make a a knee jerk decision and then you end up paying the price, so to speak. And I don't just mean monetarily. Like if I just sent the Pixel Two XL back now, without knowing a if I'm going to run into a burn in issue, uh, b if this is going to be you know a, 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 an ongoing problem for me, or c specifically you know. Uh, thinking I'm making the best decision when I haven't even really seen the full picture, it's, it's, it's shortchanging me. I'm, I'd be shortchanging myself. By the way, Wild Estee, or Wild Estee, thank you for joining the Discord chat. You just uh, popped in there. I may assume that you just uh, subbed to us on Twitch. Thank you for that. You may have come in uh, from Patreon, being a patron. Don't know. Either way, thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Alhanzi says, I enjoy his insight into things, and I guess he's talking about me, as if I'm not paying attention. But I do think that if he wants to continue to grow his channel, etc., he needs to drop his point of view and go more mainstream, at least for a review. It would help him be more relatable. Jank means nothing to most people, and that keeps people away. Well, then let him stay away. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for that. Anymore than I'm going to apologize for liking Star Wars. If you don't want to listen to me, fine, don't. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna compete with people who do things the way that they are now expected to be done. I got my own style. I got my own perspective. I got my own opinions. I gotta be me. <laughs> not try to keep up with the Joneses. Those are the people you shouldn't be watching. Those are the people you shouldn't be trusting. I don't trust anybody who doesn't seem to be genuine. You may disagree with me, but I'll give you my straight-up perspective. I'm not looking for everybody. I'm not looking for support from anybody. I'm not looking for anything apart from this mutual understanding that if you ask me what I think, I'm going to tell you. Or if no one really asks me what I think, I'm going to say what it is that I think at any given time. Blade31 mentions, there are plenty of those cookie-cutter tech channels already. That's my point. They all look the same. They all sound the same. They all say the same things. You could send me a link to a new video, and I swear I would have already seen it. And yeah, everyone comes up with their own little gimmicks, and it's great that they do and I'm not going to you know take away from that but it's just it's not for me. I know. I hear you. Man, if I did things differently, I'm sure I'd just, you know, be taking off like a bat out of hell. But it would also not be me. I got to play to my strengths. 
So my strengths, yeah, I can sit down, press a little button, talk about something at, at length. You feel like I'm giving you a straight shot, do it live to tape, even when my daughter's yelling downstairs. I still don't know what the hell she was saying today in today's video. I don't think anybody mentioned that in the comments, though, uh, in testing. Effectively, I wanted to test the uh, uh, camera, the front-facing camera on the uh, Google Pixel 2, which is the same as the 2XL. And I, I like it. I, I think it's fantastic. I thought everything turned out incredibly uh, nice. Color, saturation, sharpness, uh, uh, contrast. Maybe it was a little dark in spots, but it, it really worked. So what, what it uh, gave me the impetus to do is something that I probably should have done years ago. I have warm white lights in the uh, play shop here. Years ago, way back when, I had halogen uh, uh, lamps in the recessed lighting. Man, it got so hot in here. Oh, it was so hot. Eventually, I replaced them with the LEDs. So I'm basically replacing the current LEDs, and after having just replaced three of them, uh, and effectively going from a warm white or a yellower light to a more neutral, like I think it's a 4,000 Kelvin uh, cool white I'll have to re-white balance the live stream video camera. Uh, but it should actually get over, help me get over a few of those problems. So I'll be able to record again. It'll look different. I'll look more blue, potentially, which is probably true. But I'll actually be less red. So when you see that change happen in the videos, it, that, that would be the reason. I, I, they will look different. They will look radically different with uh, being bathed in white light. Or I should say a cool white light or more of a neutral tone if they work work out well. They'll be delivered here in another week or so. I don't even know if I'm going to mention it outright. Maybe in TLDR. But it's something that I just turn on the light and I just forget it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a light. You know, everything's warm in here. And that it becomes an issue, I think, especially when I'm shooting photos or, or video. I'm not even using the YouTube app to stream live video all that often though i can and I, i'd really like to i mean it's it's okay you can't lock exposure and you can't lock white balance you can't change any of that and every time i've done it specifically here in the play shop whether i'm on the other side of this desk or you know in the, in the traditional chair i come out looking like i got jaundice like i'm so yellow it's 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 like i'm you know, straight out the symptoms <laughs> the simpsons that, that's how you know you've got jaundice. You've got the Simpsons. Uh, so I, uh, uh, you know, I, I've been plagued by this, and it just keeps me from using the, the live uh, uh, app experience in, in the YouTube app, on iOS certainly, and even on Android when I was trying it. I'm like, yeah, it's still a little yellow. So I, I, I've been needing to do this anyway. But expect to uh, see a lot more videos recorded specifically with the Nexus phone. And, I'll, you know, I may record a few more with the iPhone as well. I keep calling the Pixel the Nexus. Why do I keep calling the Pixel the Nexus? Why? Why? I'm gunning for a podcast title here. Why do I keep calling the Pixel the Nexus? The Pixel is not the Nexus. I know that. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's the X in the word that's throwing off that sound. X, Nexus, Pixel, the X. Marks the spot. A circle and a dot. Four big boulders, tiny, tiny dot. Up the ladder, down the ladder, up the ladder again. Wavy trees, cool breeze, 
Now you got chills. God do that when you were kids? For some reason that popped into my head. Maybe I was the only one. Maybe it was an Iowa thing. I don't know. I tell you what, trick-or-treating and telling jokes was an Iowa thing. When we grew up, like, you just didn't walk up to a door and say trick-or-treat. You had to tell them a joke. So you had to come up with your Halloween joke. That's the way we did it growing up. I don't even know if we're trick-or-treating this year. I mean, you know, we'll certainly participate. We'll either give out treats or, or walk around the neighborhood with Jedi. She's going to want to do it every night, though. I, I guarantee it. And the fact that you know, she'd be getting all this candy, oh, that's just going to be... A fit waiting to happen when we get home. No, we got to spread it out. And then, of course, Diana and I have to go through and you know, check the candy and, and potentially replace the candy with better quality candy. It's just, uh, it's, not, it's not a straight up proposition. Uh, yeah, Halloween. Eh, it's not exactly fun for all of us, okay? It's more than just costumes, okay? I got my Think Geek jacket, uh, the Finn jacket. Uh, from uh, uh, thinking it was 50% off. I can see why. It is the absolute worst thing that I've ever worn. It's like I'm wearing a burlap sack. It's so itchy. It's horrible. It's horrific. It's so nasty bad. I wanted to send it back, but they wanted to charge me 10 bucks to return it. I'm like, uh, I'll just hold on to it, I guess. Di uh, not Diana. Jedi wanted me to be Finn. So to be Finn, I am trying to wake up the phone. Hang on. Phone does not want to wake up. I did not want to invoke Siri. The uh, uh, the thing that I need, though, is black pants, like a, a black shirt, like a long sleeve shirt, and then um, the uh, uh, the boots. And I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I, I'm just, I think I'm going to be thin on the weekend. Because <laughs> that's too much to spend on, on something. I'll wear it. Maybe I'll wear like a hoodie underneath it. Because that'll be kind of like a black shirt. I've, I've got a black hoodie. I can wear that. Yeah. And, and no one's going to... I don't think anyone's going to call me out on it. It's Halloween. You can be anything you want. Right? TCMore74 in Discord chat asks, Did you already purchase your last Jedi tickets? Uh, yeah. Opening night. Opening evening, actually. We're going to see it in the evening. Just the 2D version. Not the, uh, 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 not the 3D one outright. But I'll likely, like, the days after, you know, after opening night, then I'll, I'll probably go uh, to another theater and see it in 3D. Hell, I'll go alone. I don't care. I think I saw, what was Rogue One? I thought I saw three times in the theaters. I think usually, like, Force Awakens, I definitely saw, like, three or four times in the theaters. Like, I'll see it three times. There's zero doubt in my mind. I've, I've done that. Nothing like the first time, though. Oh, man, there's just nothing like the first time. Varicel uh, brings us back to reality and says, time is definitely of the essence. Now, granted, this is mentioned a, a, a little while ago here in the chat. And he's a sub. Thank you, Ver Varicel. Uh, Google needs to say something or extend the return window. People can only wait so long before the return period is up. Well, that's the problem. I don't know what Google's going to do. I, it's, it's it, you know, hopefully it's going to be enough. I, I don't think they're going to shortchange their users because if they don't do this the right way um they they are not in a position to easily recover i don't think it's something where they're going to say all right we're going to stop manufacturing the pixel 2 xl if you want a pixel get a previous gen pixel or a pixel 2 
I mean, that may be what happens. I don't know. At which point, I'm definitely not going <laughs> to take back my Pixel 2 XL. It would be a rare bird at that point. Uh, maybe a horrifically rare bird, but I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. There, there are many things that they can do. Recall is probably not one of them. Because things aren't exploding like they were with Samsung. Apart from the uh, sounds as I'm tapping the phone to make sure nothing else gets messed up. I had to actually go back and edit something. Believe it or not, I had to edit audio, and I did it. It was relatively seamless. That I know of. Maybe I screwed it up, and the audio was really messed up. I'm using my iPhone again because when I listen to the sound on the, uh, the not the Nexus, the Pixel, I, I thought that it was really, really, uh, it was not uh, very loud. And then granted, I could have bumped up the gain, but this is where I go back to. I just need an app to just press a button and then I'm good to go. And it just, it doesn't work that way. And I don't have like an, a podcast editor person and I'm not going to upload it into some fancy editor and do all that crap. I just want to press one button and be done with it. I know you're thinking, well, Chris, I thought you were a geek. Now, yeah, but I got time, you know, that I'd like to spend watching uh, tonight's episode of Rebels. I haven't seen it yet. You know, maybe if Diana's so inclined, she can whip up some popcorn in the air popper. We use the mushroom popcorn, which is great. It's a different uh, type of popcorn than the uh, butterfly popcorn you're probably used to. Check it out. Mushroom popcorn has nothing to do with mushrooms. They just call it mushroom popcorn because of how it effectively flowers. It's the type of popcorn you would love if you had it, when you have it. Mushroom popcorn. Check it. That's my number one recommendation tonight. I recommend mushroom popcorn over the Google Pixel 2 XL screen. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Uh, you know, you never really know what it is I'm going to say over the course of a half hour or so. But uh, thank you for watching live, all 70 of you, on twitch.tv slash chrisperlo. Thank you for taking the time to subscribe to me on Twitch. It's easy to do. Press the sub button, then you can join Discord chat 24-7. Uh, we're on our way to about 200 members in Discord chat. Really appreciate that support, as well as the support of uh, those who are patrons through patreon.com slash chrisperillo. And, of course, all the super chatters that we had tonight as well on uh, youtube.com slash lockernome. Stay tuned for other live broadcasts, you know, and, of course, throughout all the social feeds, having tons of fun on more than just one platform. I love you. I appreciate you. But at this point, I'm going to leave you to your own devices. May the Force be with you. <laughs>